Hey everyone, welcome to a very special bonus episode of Queerly Recommended. As always, I am Tara Scott and with me is Chris Bryant. Hello everybody. Uh, What makes this episode so special? Well, we're also joined by the award-winning author, Georgia Beers. Welcome, Georgia. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on this lovely evening. We are so excited that you're here. And (laughs) I don't know if you know this about the show. Hopefully you do. Maybe you don't. Whatever. But, uh, you know, (laughs) right? So at Queerly Recommended, we really are all about sharing the queer media that we love, whether it's books, TV shows, movies, video games. I had somebody this week (laughs) reach out through Instagram saying, I didn't know there were queer video games. Yes. Yes, there are. (laughs) I don't think I knew that either now that I think about it. Right? Well, then we need to get you a Nintendo Switch and I'm going to get you some recommendations. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And so... That's kind of some of what we're hoping to talk to you about today and keeping it around, you know, like what's the queer media that you love? And to kick us off, we just want to ask, is there an LGBTQ movie or book or whatever else? I mean, I was going to say video game, but you just said you don't play that. (laughs) But is there, is there something that affected you at some point in your life and really stuck with you? I remember, and this is, it's not. A happy, I remember when I went to the movie theater to see Boys Don't Cry. Uh, and that movie wrecked me. Yes. Wrecked me. It was Still. wonderful. It was a great movie. I will never, ever watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember I went to the theater with my wife at the time and some friends. It was like our night out. What a, you know, downer. <laughs> I remember that I just, we were quiet all the way home. And as soon as we got in the house, I just burst into tears. Oh. Yeah. It was just, and I, I, I can remember it like it happened yesterday. It, it just was, I think it was the first time that, I mean, I had a pretty easy coming out. I, I have never, you know, I have not faced a lot of adversity in my own life and I'm very lucky. And I know that. And I think that that movie shined a light for me that let me know that there are some horrible people in the world mm-hmm. and not everybody has a yellow brick road like I did. Um, uh-huh. And it, it, it has stayed with me. I mean, that's from what, the mid nineties, I think. Right. Now, and didn't that, that take place in the Midwest? Wasn't it yes. like where I am from? Yeah. So yes, yep. for sure. But I just, I can see the kitchen. I can see myself walking in. And I remember Bonnie turned around and she was like, what's wrong? And I just started to cry and she held me. And I just was like, people are so awful. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was terrible so that affected me in like not a great way but yeah that one that one yeah that's fair okay so what what do you want to see more of like lgbtq stuff tv shows movies i know you spend you write so much and so quickly so i know that you don't have a lot of spare time but like what 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 could be your downtime what what would you want more of i i want more movies and I want more movies that are not about coming out. Right. Mm-hmm. I want more movies where the uh, protagonist just happens to be gay. Yes. And like any other movie. So there would probably right. be a love interest because that's what other, you know, like I want, I want an action movie where the lead instead of Liam Neeson is a gay woman. And I want, 
um, a horror movie where the five friends that go to the cabin for the weekend are all gay. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I want that yes. kind of stuff when, where the movie's not about their coming out process or dealing right. with their parents or bringing somebody home. Cause I know that that happens and I realize that that's important, but I feel like that's what we always focus on when we make movies. And I want people to make movies out of the millions of books that we've all written because yes. I will tell you, let me give you a little of my background. We have a, an awesome LGBTQ film festival here in Rochester. It's the biggest one on the East Coast outside of New York City. It runs for 10 days. We usually run 40 plus movies and I'm on the programming committee. So there's like a dozen of us that sift through dozens and dozens and dozens of movies from now until July. We watch movies. That's all we do. And then we talk about them and we say, well, you know, does this appeal to the audience? What are the pros and cons of this movie? Does this work? And then we put the programming together. So I see a lot of crap. <laughs> and when I see something like that, it makes me crazy because I'm like, who's writing this stuff? There's a t I know so many good writers. I know I'm a good writer. Come and find us. <laughs> Mix our books into movies because they're such good stuff. And I don't know who's writing these terrible screenplays. <laughs> There's some really good stuff too. I don't mean to trash everybody, but you know, when you have to sift through the dregs, there's some dregs, let me tell you. Oh, definitely. I do that for, um, you know, for the show. I'll turn on, a, you know, I'll speak into the remote and I'll say LGBTQ movies. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, this sounds good. And then I like watch it. I'm like, this is the worst piece of shit I have seen. <laughs> it's like, I just wasted two hours of my life well, and you I know what that's writing. called? I call that the lesbian rule of mediocrity. Tell because us we will watch whatever there is yes. and love it because there's <laughs> lesbians in it. But that's what we do. I think you and I argued one time uh, a couple of years ago about a movie. Uh, mm -hmm. And I don't remember what it was. It just it just popped in my head. And it was like, I was so mad because, I don't, shit, I wish I could remember the movie because we were arguing <laughs> about it. And I, I just thought it was horrible. I thought the acting was bad. And it's something a, a woman, bring, a young woman brings her girlfriend home, but doesn't tell her parents it's her girlfriend. And it's kind of real soap opera-ish looking. And it's I want to say- It's not Happiest Season? No, no, that's not, you know, no, it wasn't that one. I think we all, like, everybody knows about, yeah. No, it wasn't that one. It was like, oh, God, I wish I could remember what it was. But but yeah, just like the the desperation we have to, to have representation on the film yes. or on, yeah. you know, on the screen, we want that. And by the way, I just want to say we can have Liam Neeson, but let's make him gay or a gay Liam. Liam. Yeah. I mean, like the, mm -hmm. the Taken series, let's, let's have, let's have, yeah. you know, let's yeah. have a That's Liam a Neeson movie. and a husband and a daughter gets taken. I mean, yep. just, yeah, I, I feel like I'm anything, I'm I feel like you. anything. Give us a lady James Bond. She can still yes. have a yes. Bond Yes. I agree. Who would we cast as Lady James Jane Bond? Who would we cast as Jane Bond? Charlie Theron. That's yes, my pick. But she's already played something like that. What yeah, was she, she in? Well, you're she, right. She just did this oh, kind of type. She was in Berlin and Atomic like, Blonde. Oh, that was yes. uh, Atomic Blonde. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was so we need based something on the old guard. Suave. Somebody who's real suave who could like slip in and slip out and like who who. Kate I mean, Blanchard. if Angelina Jolie was 10 years younger, she could still do that. I know. I salt. She was great yeah. in Salt. Yeah. Yes, Salt. That's one of my favorite action movies ever. I love Salt. I will watch I will watch anything Angelina Jolie if she's on the Me TV. Too. I will stop and just be like, Me too. Mesmerized. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen it 9,000 times and I know what happens and I'll still stop and watch. Yep. 
Me too. She's my eye candy for sure. Yeah. She's everybody's eye candy. <laughs> Some people, <laughs> there is like a love hate with her. Some there people is. like there is. are like so in love with her. And there are other people that are just like, oh my gosh, she's horrible. Blah, 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 blah. My mom told me one day that if she was ever going to sleep with a woman, it would be her. Would be- <laughs> I love your mom. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, so back on this recommendations, do you ever like go with somebody else's recommendation or you just kind of wing it? Do you like find something or do you see something on Facebook um, or Twitter? Yeah, I'm pretty well versed, but I'm always looking for new stuff. So if I see a recommendation or, you know, somebody, I, it has to be somebody I trust though, because I've fallen into that trap before. And right. again, I will, I stayed out of the happiest season arguments online. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I feel I did like not enjoy that movie at all. I thank did not. you. Thank I did you. Not. I didn't either. I thought, I thought the girlfriend was awful to her yeah. girlfriend. I mean, I thought she was an awful person. I, I didn't just, think I, that you would treat your friend that way, let alone your right. Girlfriend. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, would never leave do her that. with your family that you, that she doesn't even know. I'm just going to go off and do my own thing and you're on your own. And I, that, Oh, I did not enjoy that movie. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of things wrong with it. So that's why we need fun. And uh, Tara sent me a, a holiday queer movie that's coming out. What was it called? The Simple uh-huh. Jolliest Gayest Season Let of All. Me bring up our WhatsApp. She was super excited. Yeah, I don't it was remember like, anything. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. Let's be honest. I'm not going to watch it because I watch almost nothing. But you might. I will totally watch it. Here it is, another gay movie. Netflix announced on Tuesday that they're working on a gay movie titled Single All the Way. And it's like Georgia Beers' Fomance. Is with, it? Good? Yes, yes. Is it girls or boys, though? Because I find boys. that what happened, it's boys. See, it's that's boys. how it goes. It'll it's be boys. the boys first and then us. That's how it always goes. Like, I'll be <laughs> 70 by the time that shit hits the screen. And, exactly. you know, yep. I don't the have big time for gay that. Oscar movies are always the boy movies. Well, that's where I think with, so I'm going to just disclose, I did not watch Happiest Season because I watched everybody talking about it. And I thought, <laughs> I'm going to give myself the gift of not spending that time watching that movie. <laughs> um, but I was, it and I just, and it's actually been polarizing. Like there, I have friends that I can't talk to about it because they're mad at me because I didn't like it. Oh. And you get that whole, well, you need to support it because it's gay stuff. And right. Support yes. It, and more will come. And I understand that. I do get that, but it doesn't mean I have to like it. Yeah. Plus we need, I mean, positive. That's what we need. Positive movies. And, and I support and that. I thought, it got made. That's awesome. I'm, I'm so glad that it got made and I'm so glad it did well. I just right. didn't like yes. it. Right. Yes. It could do better. Like you said, we have so many Christmas, even if we just, even if we just make it a seasonal thing and we just yep. had a Christmas movie, there are so many Christmas novels out there that are, that do a much better job than this. Yep. So mm-hmm. apparently we need to get in with the right people, the right get some screenwriters find some movie people and, and have something that's positive and, you know, nurturing instead of this, like the, every typical stereotypical thing that you hear in your life about lesbians or the, just like their lifestyle or what they do, how they do things, how they treat other people that was in this movie. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh. I will say that's one of the first times that I've ever enjoyed Kristen Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> another thing oh. i'm not allowed to talk about because I, I know no 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 you, you know what this is a safe Fine. space is, i yeah. say go for it i, I, I one, of my I was, image friends call, one of my image out friends calls her the moper 
Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have talked about her twice on this ser- on this show already. Just yeah, because oh, I'm not a, no just, hate mail. So go for it. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm not a fan of hers at all. I mean, but like, I love the whole Twilight series. The movies yeah. were just like, whatever, but the books themselves, I thought were great. Mm-hmm. And I just think she's, yeah, she's very mopey. I've seen a couple of roles where she's been good, but she's not, I'm not a fan. She's yeah, fine. Not a fan. Yeah. But and yeah, I agree. Season, I supported her I in that. Like, okay. I'm on her side. Yeah, for, <laughs> for sure. the first time in my life, I'm on Kristen. <laughs> <Stewart's side. laughs> That's Team Kristen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. well, what about Chris? Did you end up watching that one? I not this past Christmas, but I think it was the Christmas before. There was the one that came out, and it had like three couples or something like that. And one of them is from Winona Earp. One of them is Dominique. I can't remember the, her last name. It's French. Yeah, I heard She's that one adorable. was. I heard that one was really good and really sweet. Oh, that was on. Uh, isn't that on Tello? Yeah, isn't that on Tello, wasn't it? That, yeah. yeah. And I did not see it because I did not subscribe, which is horrible. I have a subscription to that and I never watch. Like I subscribed to be supportive and then I. Right. It and, I <laughs> and I'm like, I oh, I need to more. watch this. Well, and now that we're doing more of this, you know, I'm going to get, yeah. you know, I started subscribing to things so we can watch mm-hmm. things, yep. you know, like I subscribed to Apple to watch Dickinson. So, yeah, so I'm going to, I'll get to it. I will get to it because I absolutely love Dom. I think she's just mm-hmm. an adorable actress and mm-hmm. she's super sweet. And yes, I will watch it, but no, I have not seen it yet. Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe we'll make that our extra special Christmas episode this year. We'll both watch it. And hopefully love it. <laughs> yeah, there's well, and we started this whole podcast right after Christmas. Like it was mm-hmm. like I had seen like a thousand gay lesbian Christmas things and it was over, it was after it was over. So That's like true. coming this season, we have to start like in August because I have seen so many that I do want to talk about. <laughs> This recommendations. Your recommendations from <laughs> August to December is just going to be nothing but holiday. Let's go all holiday movies. Just tell you that now. All holiday movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Georgia, I don't think it's a secret. You're known as one of the biggest authors in lesbian romance. Well, that's just because there's been a pandemic. I've put on a little extra weight. I'm working on that. I'm working on it. <laughs> all right. Phrasing. One of the most popular authors. <laughs> And well, lesbian romance, that. although, you know, who among us has not put on a few pandemic pounds, let's be honest. Oh, horrible. <laughs> How much romance do you read and do you read outside of romance? I do. Yes. I try to read my friend's stuff. It's hard. I, I read Chris. I read Melissa Braden. I try to read Rachel Spangler. I try like Chris and Melissa are my first two. And then I have more that I need to get to, but Uh I just, it's awful. I really, I'm trying to be better about that, but I run out of time. And plus I tend to go romance, suspense, romance, suspense, because I really like suspense and thrillers. So Uh I go back and forth and then I get stuck. And then I also read some mainstream romance. I love Kristen Higgins. Um, Oh yeah. I feel like I read somebody else recently, but I can't remember now who it was. Um, Ann Patchett is somebody I love who I guess I would classify as dramatic fiction. And I read a lot of suspense, a lot of thrillers. Those are my favorite movies. Those are my favorite. I, I wish I could write suspense, but I, I don't think I am smart enough. I don't think I, you have to be so careful to tie up every last loose end. And I just, I worry that I would miss one because readers mm-hmm. are smart and they will catch you. <laughs> yeah, it's well, I mean, I am not an author, so I can't fully empathize, but I have to imagine it can't be easy to be like, is Nora Roberts the only one who does both equally no. well? 
No, a lot of or them. Or there are a lot? Oh, a lot okay. Of, yeah. I just think it's not, and I say it's not something I can do. I, it doesn't mean I wouldn't try at some point because it is, it is, I love romantic intrigue. Love it, love it, love it. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know that I have it in me. Yeah. I feel the but same. I, I'm not a Sydney Sheldon. Yeah. I'm not, I can't do that. Right. Romance with this. Yep. Like love massive to read it, backstory. Yeah. Well, love it. Carson Tate all day long, but I can't, I don't think I could write that. Fair. Yeah. So do you have any big old queer recommendations for the listeners? Just things that you've really loved. Maybe they've gotten you through the pandemic. Maybe it's just something that you think everybody needs to watch or read. What is it? I've gotten, um, I've got my old favorites always that I will pull out and watch whenever. Um, Imagine Me and You is always going to be one of those just because I love it so much. And I love, I love everything about that movie. But have you guys seen Summerland? No. Oh, so uh, good. It's actually, they're running it on, I want to say it's on Showtime right now, but I, 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 I on-demanded it. I want to say maybe four months ago, five months ago when it was released. It's British. It's with Gemma Arterton, who I adore. Ooh. Gemma Arterton of the overbite or underbite. Or whatever. <laughs> she left. is perfect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's just a sweet, sweet story. It's, it's, the lesbian part of it is kind of a backstory, but is very integral in into the entire thing. So it's definitely worth it. Um, it's got a, a fun little twist that I didn't see coming. And then when I talk about Gemma Arterton, there's another movie she was in called Vita and Virginia. And it's about Vita Sackville West and Virginia Woolf. And they had a fling mm-hmm. and it's so good. And the Virginia Woolf character, just as a writer, the vocabulary and the script just made me swoon. <laughs> it was just all like, oh my God, I love this movie. <laughs> um, that was actually something that we screened for our, f- our festival last year. So I watched it with a, a group of people and it just, we all loved it. The guys, the girls, we have our, our programming committee is a nice mix of lesbians, bisexuals, transgender, and gay men. So we've got a little bit of everybody. And we were all mm-hmm. like, this movie's fantastic. It's just, it's sexy. It's intelligent. Um, it's funny. And Virginia Woolf, um, Jenna, Gemma Arterton plays Vita Sackville West. And Virginia Woolf is played by Elizabeth Debicki. Do you know who she is? She was in Widows. She's in the movie Widows. She was in, she's very tall. She's like six foot three, I think. Wow. Blonde, beautiful. It's just, it's a really well-written movie. I highly, highly recommend it. Very good. Mm -hmm. Chris, I feel like you're going to jump on that fast. Well, no, I know. I was, I was going to type it in. I was like, wait a minute, I'm in the middle of a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What am I doing? No, I'm supposed to be talking. Yes. So I'm going to hold off on that, but yes, I will totally (laughs) jump on that. Because I do that a lot. And ever since, well, the episode that's going to drop on Tuesday, we discuss a website where now I go to it because it saves me a lot of time. It tells you like different, like, does somebody die? Does somebody get beat up? You know, does Uh the dog die? All those other things that are important that I want to know before I go through and start watching a movie. Well, you know, it's like I, spoiling the entire movie. Does somebody <laughs> well, get beat well, up? I, I, okay, so I usually go there, or I have been going there, just to find out uh, the ending. If the ending is worth it, like I've seen some what movies. What? Uh, well, it's just like you know, who people. Made the decision? It, these are just like random. The ending is worth yes, it. the ending is worth it. Yes. <laughs> well, it's like, is this a is this a, a happy ending 
or a sad ending, I guess okay. is what it does. Right. And so I started looking because I, I started watching this one movie and I thought, oh, this has potential because I really don't know a lot about the movies that I'm going to watch or recommend. I'll just read the little blurb that you see. Okay. And so I'm, I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's very, very queer. You know, it takes, it was like Brooklyn Bazaar. I started that and I was like, this is interesting. Okay. I can do this. This is, oh, okay. All right. Cool. All right. There's some little like different kind of kinky things. I'm like, okay. And then there was kind of a rapey part. And I was like, I'm out, you know, there's certain things that, and I had already invested like half an hour into this movie. And so there's Brooklyn Bazaar. Never heard of it. So, uh, but it really did have potential and I just didn't like the way this one scene was happening. So like, I want to know if there's like a rape scene, I can prepare myself for that. If it even needs, like you said, why can't it just be a normal movie that doesn't focus on sexuality? Why does it have to be, you know, why can't it just be a normal, like, Hey, we're, I met somebody here or we're going on vacation here, but no, like we have to have movies about whether it's coming out or, you know, leaving your husband in a heterosexual marriage and finding a, you know, a lesbian to, to be with. There's Mm -hmm. a, it's always based upon sexuality. All lesbian Uh movies are based upon preferences, sexuality Mm -hmm. and coming out. And like, there are so many movies and TV shows, which I will watch, but they're all about young adults. Right. Oh, and I want to see movies that are, you know, more characters that are more like our age, like in their thirties. So, right. And I I don't, I don't want to say that, you know, we don't need coming out movies anymore because we do. And we always Mm -hmm. will. And I know that there's been a, a little bit of a, I don't want to say a backlash, but a little bit of an outcry about all of the lesbian period movies that have been coming out, like everything is in the 1800s or whatever. And I actually uh-huh. just watched The World to Come. Oh, that, that oh was, yes. Yeah, they that's did. the one that got us to look at. So um, somebody wrote in, so the episode that Chris was talking about is actually going to be on a week before this one comes out. And somebody had written in and said, why haven't you talked about The World to Come? This is my favorite, like my wife and I saw it. It was beautiful. It's the best lesbian movie we've ever seen. And I had been saying to Chris, the reason we started going to this, going to the reason we went to this website was because I had been saying somebody needs to build a website called like, does the lesbian die? Kind of like the, does the dog die website? Because which I go to all the time. That's the only thing I want to know. Does the dog die? Well, it turns out out that they have a ton of filters on that website, including for LGBTQ people. Because for me, like I was fucking scarred by watching the movie high art it's the same director Uh, yes right yeah like it just like such a painful and that it was like that and i can't remember there were a couple of others but it was like oh okay so there's not going to be queer women in a movie unless there's some kind of a punishment whether it's like one of them dies one of them gets institutionalized one of them goes back to their partner for a loveless marriage like whatever and i was like i'm done so chris watches all the movies and tv shows for this podcast and i watch none of them because i needed that website but the funny thing is when so um my husband neil he's the guy who he's the guy he edits this podcast was the point of what i was trying to say and as he was editing that one he was like oh did you know they have filters for that on does the dog die and i was like Shut i up. didn't know that either thank yeah. you neil that is right? the website i've been using and and you Wait. go through it because I watch a lot of horror movies. And if there's an animal in the horror movie, that's my first thing is, oh, the, the, is the dog going to die? <laughs> the dog knows. Nobody listens to the dog and the ghost kills the dog. That's what always happens. Mm-hmm. The dog knows. I mean, I don't know if you saw The Conjuring, the but the dog won't go in the house at the very beginning. And I'm like, listen to the dog. 
right? No. So yeah, we went through for that movie. We kind of went through not everything because they have like dozens of things it filters on. But uh, you already know this because you saw the movie. But no dragons die in that movie. (laughs) Yeah. And I had just come off of reviewing Ammonite. So yes, thank you. We have to talk about the ending. I need somebody to talk about the ending with me. So yes. So I I did that on the last pod or a couple podcasts ago. We talked about Ammonite, if it was a happy ending or not. But I had just seen a period piece. So I didn't want to turn around and and see the same kind of 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 movie. I I wanted to expand and go somewhere else. So and I'm assuming we probably should not spoil anybody on this, right? On the show in general, I mean, because I I we could discuss the world to come but we could do a spoiler announcement like yeah turn it off. i will just say that i was i saw all of these people all over twitter loving the movie and it is it's beautifully shot it is it's very well acted it's fucking depressing <laughs> <laughs> it really is mm-hmm. but i mean yeah, yeah. it takes place in the you know early america frontier right. You know, so what do you expect? It's not going to be happy, but I love Catherine Waterston. I love Vanessa Kirby, who I just watched in Pieces of a Woman, which she is up for an Oscar for on Netflix. So everybody in it is very good. It's just not a happy movie. I didn't find it. I found it beautiful to look at. I didn't find it beautiful to think about. Uh, is that the one that the trailer started going around a few months ago and it was like the two couples and the women I didn't even watch that trailer with the sound on and I was like well one of them's clearly gonna die from something (laughs) (laughs) well you know they're not gonna end up together I mean no you don't there's it's not a spoiler to tell you that no that's that's, mm -mm. but conversely I found the end of Ammonite to be happy I thought that it It had potential Right. It was, it exactly. It was left open. And and it wasn't negative. It was just like two very stubborn women just staring down at each other like, mm-hmm. are we going to do this? Are we not going to do this? Is this going to yeah. happen? Let's do this. I felt, I felt the same way about Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Okay. Did you see that or not? I have not seen that movie. No. Oh. I recommend that one. That one is so much better than oh, okay. The World to Come as far as I'm concerned. Okay. So then while we're talking about the period pieces, I'm just going to ask you this. Mm-hmm gentleman was a gentleman jack gentleman jack i haven't yeah. watched it all i watched like the first two episodes i have it all on my dvr i just haven't gotten to it okay all right people love it i know they do so i'm reserving judgment it didn't suck me in enough right. to watch every episode right away but i haven't deleted them so right. i'll watch it at some point yeah. that's a great time <laughs> yeah i think and then she's kind of a, a badass you know yeah, she back, is. a period piece she she's badass yeah. for sure yeah so i have i have my own opinion about that show okay um what is it i think you know i thought it was good but it wasn't like i'm not gonna go tattoo like have a tattoo <laughs> of it you know of, of the whole series it, it, it was okay it was it was I, I think the whole staring at the camera talking to the audience i felt like when that when i first saw that in any sort of television or t- or, or movie or anything like that I think the first time i saw it was in house of cards I don't know if anybody here watched House oh. of Cards. And at first I was annoyed. I was for the first 10 minutes, like, I'm I can't handle this. I can't. Well, it's very handle. different. It's a very it is very different. different. The and then, does it, the office at, does yes, it. Just yes. to look to the camera, it's breaking the fourth wall, which is right. not we have been taught is not allowed. <laughs> exactly. But 
now it is, you know, right. it's a different modern thing and it takes some getting used to. It does. And so, and I loved it in House of Cards and I kind of thought, yeah, modern family. Yes. It feels like, you know, with modern family, it's um, more just a look. It doesn't yeah, I mean, right. It's, it's, I'm talking about when they have a scene and someone looks at the camera, like, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is great. It's hilarious. It but yeah, you're right. It does. <laughs> um, and so, whereas gentleman Jack, it, you know, literally has a conversation with the audience, you know? Yeah. And so I felt like that really worked for house of cards mm-hmm. and, um, and, it works really well in Fleabag. Oh, I love yes. Fleabag. I loved it. Best. I love that. Yes. I, I, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I felt like, like so much of it, there's so much of it on TV. And then when, mm-hmm. when that, that came about, I expected too much out of that series, I think. And yeah. so I was just kind of like, eh, I'm over that. I also have to wonder if part of its popularity is because of the, the butch angle, you know, we yeah. don't often mm. see the more masculine take charge lesbian on television, you know? Right, and I think right. that our fellow butch and boy and all of that faction of lesbianism, they don't get to be seen very often. So I think that's why Gentleman Jack is so popular. And that's amazing. I'm very happy about that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, any representation point. for sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, wow. you know, you get your L words and you get, but there's, there's hardly any, they're all, you know, feminine and pretty, right. the majority of them. And mm-hmm. I get, you don't see yourself as often as you'd like to. So. Did you yeah. see, uh, what was the second one? The L word generation yeah. C? Yeah. Generation Q. Oh, Q. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> hello. You would think okay. I would know that, but <laughs> no, but that was, they had a lot of different characters uh, for sure. Way they different did. than the first yep. series or. I think we only had one bet was only, uh, well, I'm trying to think. Enough. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. She's yeah. pretty crazy. Jennifer Beals in a suit will always get that's, me to follow her. Always. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, so it's the more diversity in the second yeah. series for sure. Yeah. And that's going to, that should have, I don't know if it was successful or not, but it, had, it was, there were four originals. It was Bet and uh, Alice and Shane right. and, there was another one. Uh, Wasn't there? Maybe it was think, just the three. Yeah, for sure. Those three. Now I'm yeah. drawing a blank. We know, we know it's not Jenny. <laughs> not Jenny. It's funny because I did not like Shane at all in the original. <gasps> movie, but I Nipple liked confidence. Him. Nipple confidence. That was Shane. <laughs> she looks like a fraggle with that hair. Don't chat with that hair. She walks in the bar and everybody wants to look at her. Really? But how many women that thought they were straight saw Shane and reconsider her? You're probably right. That's true. You're yeah. probably right. But in the second version of it, in, in the L word generation Q, I really liked Shane. Like she had grown yeah. up. She had grown up for sure. Oh, nice. Yeah. She so they had good representation in the second one. I just didn't know if like a lot of people better. watched it. Yep. I know that like, like when it first came, like Queer as Folk, or when the uh, American version came out, you know, mm-hmm. that's what, that was when I was like starting to identify and, and see myself in different things and people. And, and I loved the Queer as Folk. I just loved it. I loved that whole series. And so then the L word, when it came out afterwards, it was like, oh my God, you know, mind blowing. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if Q had the same effect on our generation or if right. we had on this generation because now there's so much, so much to choose from. To choose right. From. Yes, exactly. exactly. So if yeah. they're just like, eh, another queer thing, you know, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Right. 
Well, and it's kind of amazing that there's enough stuff out there where we don't yes. have to watch it all. Right. I can go, oh yeah, I don't want to watch that. You know, because yeah. there's this other five things I can choose from. That's kind of cool. It is cool. You yeah. Know? So it's funny. Like when I speak into the remote, I'm like LGBTQ and then it pulls up everything and I can pick the L. I can yeah. pick the, you know, G, I yeah. can pick the B, the T, the Q. I can pick whatever one I want. And so that's yeah. yeah. options. I love having <laughs> options. Like yeah. I'm in the mood for a gay man movie. Let's watch something. So <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Mm-hmm. So before we go, Georgia, you have a new book that is out right now on the Bold Strokes Books website, and it's going to be available everywhere next week. Can you tell? It's available people? on Bold Strokes. Oh, yes, you are correct. Because <laughs> they release exclusively on their website first. Yes, you are right. It is called The Secret Poet, and it is my take on the Cyrano de Bergerac trope with the whole, you know, do you, you have this person that you adore who has fallen for someone and asks for your help. And as you help them, you realize that you are also falling for this person. And so what do you do? So it's that kind of, of tale. And I really had a good, it's written from first person, which Chris oh. is, and I don't do very often. So no, you don't. It's, it's interesting. I like first person a lot, but I don't do it very often. And so it was, I felt like I was stretching my wings a little bit, you know, getting that, get really in <laughs> Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> So and I had a the, lot of fun with that one. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's the latest. Yeah. I just saw that when I was just on the website because at Smart Bitches Trashy Books, every month we do kind of a, what are the books we're looking forward to? And I went, Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> drop that into the spreadsheet, <laughs> put that in the post. And then what is next for you? Then I have a series coming out. It's called the Swizzle Stick Romances and it centers around three Italian cousins, the Martini cousins, um, Julia, Vanessa, and Amelia. And Julia owns a bar. And in the back of the bar, she has made it into like a little hangout area where she and her cousins hang out and she practices making drinks and they sit on a couch and they navigate love and life and all of that. So um, there are, it's three books in the series. So each book is one of the cousins meeting her, her love. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the first two are written. I just sent the second one into my editor. I have to finish editing the first one and then I will start writing the third one this week. Very exciting. exciting. So should the first yeah. one be out later this year? Uh, that- it will be out in August. Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cause yep. how many books do you put out a year? It's like three, three or four. Isn't it? Yeah. Three. Okay. Three. Yeah. Last year I did three books and a novella, which that's a lot but I did it uh, so it was a novella and that was kind of a no-brainer to write I had a lot of fun with it that was my first fake romance um, yeah it was great thank yeah. you yeah thank I, you loved so I loved it I loved that one Love you can mine. tell you can tell like when a when a writer has has a lot of fun with their books you can always yeah. tell because it really comes through and yeah, um, yeah mm-hmm. and especially novella and Christmas. You can't fuck up Christmas. Right? Come on. It's perfect. It's perfect. I want to read another one for Christmas. Yes. That was fun. Yeah. I love Christmas stuff. I mean, I wrote yeah. the tinsel yeah, uh, for did. Christmas and I, I do. I love, I love Christmas. That's why I'm doing this whole podcast from August to, to December. It's going to be about Christmas. <laughs> but um, for sure. I mean, yeah, that's, you definitely need to write a Christmas book or a Christmas novella cool. again. For yeah, sure. I'll, I'll get on so, that. Yeah. Yeah. So how can people find you online if they'd like to connect with you? Oh my God, I'm everywhere. It's hard to escape. me. <laughs> um, I'm on Facebook. 
I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm actually, I have a Tumblr, but I have no idea how to use it. So it just sits there. Same. <laughs> I don't understand Tumblr. I'm so old. That's the, that's the same thing in the world. I can feel all kinds of young. And then I pull up my Tumblr and I'm like, I don't know what this is. Like, I don't no, even no. have my password anymore. GeorgiaBeers.com. <laughs> so good that is all for this episode thank you georgia so much for joining this us. was a blast thank you guys i had so much fun for everybody else out there you know we hope you enjoyed the show as much as we did um if you have please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and uh, if you would consider leaving a review on apple Podcasts, we would love you forever and if you want to connect with us on your favorite social media just look for clearly recommended on instagram twitter facebook or even our website, freelyrecommended.com. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.